Welcome to episode 60 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Saturday, people. Saturday, the 30th of November, 2000, uh, 2019. Uh, only it's not, people. I lied to you. Yeah, I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy this week. That's who I am. Yeah, yeah. Let's get in that relationship, shall we? Like all other relationships, I'm the bad guy. I've lied to you, people. I've fucking lied to you. It's Sunday. Uh, it's Sunday, the 1st of December, right now. Um, I've had to do this fucking late. I know. I know. I can hear you all out there judging me. Uh, I've had a few messages already. Hey, man, are you okay? I was looking for your podcast and it's not up. Well, you know, I was late back from a gig last night. I missed the 12 o'clock deadline because I got caught in traffic. I thought I'd be able to do it when I came home. But no, because the road system in this country is fuck, blame Brexit, Corbyn, Johnson, whichever side you're on, man. Whichever side you're on. Um, yeah, I got back late from a gig and then fucking slept in. Didn't I? Oh, Benny boy, having a bit of a lie-in on a Sunday. So uh, I've had a little kip. It is now uh, hoppers four in the evening. I know, people. Super late, aren't we? Hey. We don't do things by halves here at Briggs Towers, I tell you. If we're going to be late, we're going to be fucking late, yeah? You're just going to have to deal with it. But now, it's clocked over to the 1st of December. Christmas fever has uh, gripped us here at Briggs Towers. Um, well, not me personally, but my neighbours. Uh, I've just had a look out the window. Uh, that's what I do, shifty little look out the window, see who's around. Uh <laughs> Like a fucking curtain switcher. I'm living the life of a fucking 90-year-old woman. Just scared of everything outside. Uh, just, uh, hey, these net curtains will save me if anybody breaks in. Um, yeah, people are putting their fucking Christmas decorations on their trees outside. Outside in the garden. They're putting their Christmas decorations up already. Uh, the lights on the trees, they're bound to get stolen around here. I didn't uh, i didn't want to uh, knock on the window and tell the guy. <laughs> I wonder how long they'll fucking last. Uh, about a week before somebody chops them off and fucking has away with them. Jesus. Let's have a bit of tea. Come on. Come on. It's late, people, isn't it? We're late already. We might as well have a bit of tea. Yeah, so I broke my unwritten rule. It's just as well I didn't write it down, innit? <laughs> uh, of uh, getting it done by 12 o'clock on the day. I'm sorry, people. I apologise. How can I make it up to you? Well, I can make it up with this episode, obviously. That's what I'm doing right now, isn't it? We're making it up as we speak. Um, yeah, so I was at a gig last night uh, late in Wensbury. Wednesbury? Wednesbury. Wednesbury? Somewhere like that. Black country, anyway. I fucking know it's the black country because... Uh, the uh, the compares who were comparing last night, the Cheeky Blinders, could you get any more black country a name than that for two compares? Uh, Andy and Paul wearing caps, basically. Um, wearing flat caps. Uh, I don't know if they have the razor blades in the front, just in case they get heckled, I don't know. But they sing a little song about the black country and there was fucking, you know, we're not Birmingham, we're from the black country. We fucking love the black country, we do. Uh, yeah, there was a bit of a black country spirit about it uh, last night. Um, so, um, 
but it was uh, it was an all right. Uh, it was a nice gig, to be fair. Uh, it was billed as a Britain's Got Talent night because you had um, the Lost Voice guy won Britain's Got Talent. Anyone around the world listening to this, Britain's Got Talent is essentially like America's Got Talent, like fucking Lithuania's Got Talent. It's one of those heavily, heavily franchised things that Simon Cow developed um, because he saw a gap in the market for mediocre entertainment. <laughs> That's basically it, isn't it? You know... He saw a gap in the market for giving somebody a year of a career and then also saw a gap in the market for um, people to be replaced within that 12-month period by somebody else. Um, I think that's what they get, isn't it? It must be. One of the winners was fucking gigging with me last night. So, Jesus, you know. Um, yeah, so it's Builders of Britain's Got Talent uh, night last night. I have never done that, by the way. I will never do it. Um, I know people who have done it. People who might be listening to this have actually done it. Uh, I know very good acts who have done it and then uh, have had to water down their act um, just for TV and shit. So, but everybody's going mental about it. I think uh, Deliso uh, was the first real comic to do it and did quite well. And then everyone was like, holy fucking shit, I can do this too, man. I tell jokes on stage. And... Um, and uh, essentially, um, uh, I think uh, Lost Voice guy, um, I want to say Lee. I don't know if his name's Lee. Uh, I think it is. Uh, uh, he did it and won it. And then there was another guy come second. And they were both on the same bill as me last night. Um, and I was doing the middle. I know. I know, people. I know. Let's not talk about that. Uh, but I was doing the middle um, spot. Uh, it was quite a busy night, to be fair. But, um, yeah, it's just... You're gigging, you're gigging with people like that who have obviously... People have seen them on TV and want that sort of... Um, know that sort of humour or whatever. I don't know. Puns, innit? Puns? That's it, innit? Yeah? We had a couple of acts doing puns last night. That was it. Oh, I'm a bit cheeky. I'll do stuff about cum and bums and get someone on stage and embarrass them. And then... Somebody else doing um, puns about disabilities. So, um, you know, it, it, that's what they want to do. That's what, what they want to do, man, isn't it? It's, it? You know, I'm not the one who's been on there and won 250 grand, am I? You know, it'd be quite difficult for me. I'd uh, I'd be censored immediately, I imagine. Good evening. It's fucking nice to be here. Uh, beep, beep. But anyway, yeah, that was that night last night. It was all right. It went all right for me. Anyway, that's all I'll say. Uh, that's what I was happy about. Uh, but the journey home was a fucking nightmare. I got home at about, I don't know, just gone 12, and I weren't going to make the deadline, man. I'd missed the deadline for the gig, so, um, uh, for the gig, for the podcast. So I thought, fuck it. One out, all out. We'll do it tomorrow. So this is it happening right now, and it's taken me about seven minutes to explain that. <laughs> It's always a bit weird, right? Doing these nights with people who are known. Um, people who have a bit of a following because the audience members seem to want to collate these days. I don't know why. There was somebody fucking videoing my set in the fucking audience, but they were sitting that far back. 
I don't know. I've got, you know, I've got a video of that set, like, on fucking YouTube. Just watch that, sweetheart. It's going to be a better quality than you fucking discreetly trying to video me. You know, and who are you going to show that to? Like, a guy with a skinhead. Effing and fucking... Effing and Jeffinson. Uh, Effing and blinded on stage uh, and telling jokes. Who are you going to fucking show that to? Your grandma? I don't think so. You're going to post that on your little Facebook page? I don't know. But everybody seems to want a fucking selfie afterwards, particularly on those nights, because they want a picture. Hey, man, I want a picture of all the acts I saw tonight. Just have a memory. So there's a couple of pictures of me out there on somebody's phone somewhere. Uh, a couple of people's phones just looking awkward as fuck. Uh, going, oh, I don't really want... I don't really want to be here now. You're not going to ever use this picture. What are you going to fucking use that for? Nothing, lady. And, and a guy as I was leaving as well. Hey, man, I just wanted to get a uh, picture of all the acts that were on tonight. There's a fucking poster right there. There's a poster right there. Just take the fucking poster off the wall and fucking jerk off to it or wank off to it or whatever. My Americanism's coming out there. Do whatever you want to do with that. Yeah? I don't know, man. Maybe I'm getting maybe I'm getting miserable. Maybe I'm not up with the times in it. But everybody seems to want a fucking photo of fucking everything now. That'll be it. Somebody's funeral. Funeral services will be days in the future. Because it'll just be a procession. Hey, we went through his phone and we found 16 million photos and people just... It's got to the equivalent of somebody now. When they used to go on holiday. And they'd come back and have a slideshow of their fucking holiday. Um, and they'd sit you down and do that. They used to do that. People used to go abroad and then like have a slideshow. Here we are standing by the beach. Here he is eating an ice cream. Doesn't he look fucking awful in shorts? Yes, he does. Um, but that's what the equivalent of uh, uh, funerals will be in the future. Just a flicker book of fucking their life. Here's their life in 16 million photos. Here he is when he met some random non nondescript comedian with a fucking skinhead in Wensbury. Jesus. Uh, I don't know. So I'm on somebody's phone somewhere. I don't know. I don't know, man. Weird, isn't it? Talking about weird shit, photos and stuff like that. My uh, years ago, we used to live next door to a fucking... It was a, it was a neighbour and we used to call him Droop. I don't know. He was always a bit limp. He was married and stuff. He's... I think his wife suffered from um, uh, postnatal depression and went a bit mental, uh, ended up in uh, what used to be called the mental hospital in Northampton. I think it was St. Andrews. St. Andrews or St. Crispin's. St. Crispin's is now an estate. Uh, they've, knocked all, uh, they've knocked the mental hospital down, I think, and it's now an estate at the top of uh, my bit. But she went in there. Uh, but while she was having the baby, uh, it was always a bit weird, this guy. Anyway, we used to have to go in and feed his cats, I think, when he was away. And there was a thick layer of dust, like, on the fucking carpet. How'd you get a layer of dust on the carpet? That's not ever hoovering. And just those fucking skin cells. Just rub, That's drying yourself off in the fucking hallway. <laughs> in front of your glass fucking front door when the fucking postman's coming. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, 
He had a thick layer of dust everywhere, and he was that doesn't in itself make somebody mental, but it's up there, isn't it? It's an indicator. It's a red flag that you've got a thick layer of dust everywhere. You're not going to be the most. Uh, you're not going to be the uh, most sane person. There was you could you'd walk in. Literally, it was that bad. You'd walk in and you'd leave fucking footprints. Maybe it was a burglar alarm system or something. I don't know. But um, anyway, uh, when they had the first kid, um, the kids must have been like about 10 years younger than me or something. I don't know. Uh, but when they had the first kid, he came round and showed my parents pictures of the fucking birth. I mean, you know, there's some things you take a photo of. Yeah, if you want a photo of that. But like, you know, not just like the, here's my wife with a baby. This is... Uh, Here's the opening it's coming out of. Oh, here it is, slightly out of the opening. Here it is, there's an arm out. <laughs> baby looked like it was put putting on a fucking sweater in the exact shape of its fucking mum. Here's an arm coming out. Here's another arm coming out. Here's the heads out now. It's halfway out. Fucking tits and fucking blood and fucking vagina. You know, bits of vagina, bits of fucking arm coming out. It was fucking brutal. My parents were just looking at it going, uh, I'm not sure we ought to be seeing this, me old fruit. This is a little bit, hey, what do you say when you see the wife next time? Hey, how's the vagina doing? Looks looks like it took a bit of a fucking pounding. I've seen the pictures. Ah, Jesus, man. It was a fucking bloody mess. It looked like a fucking horror film. Stills from a fucking horror film. That's what it was. Ah. Anyway, how did we get onto that? I have no idea. Um. What was? How did? How the fuck did I get onto that? Oh yeah, having pictures taken. Yeah, weren't weren't. Yeah, yeah. It's always a bit odd. Can I have a picture taken, mate? Yeah. I ought to do that. Just have old school headshots done and go, actually, I've got one here. There you go. Just Photoshop yourself into that. It's a little bit of work. You're going to have to work for this picture. Not that, you know, not that they need a picture of me at all, do they? You know, somebody standing next to them looking awkward. You don't need that, do you? Ah, that's going to get in. You're instantly, I should have said this. You're instantly going to delete this photo. And then it was somebody else had to take the photo. Because the woman couldn't do a selfie. I don't know why. Ah, oh, can't work out how to do selfies. We'll get somebody else. And then you get that awkward thing where the person doesn't know how to use the phone to take the picture. So you're just standing there for an eternity trying to hold a fucking pose with your eyes open so you don't blink at the moment and look like a fucking weirdo. Trying to hold a pose like a smile so you don't look as old as you fucking feel. And then you get that weirdness just before you fucking go on stage. Jesus. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I got papped, man. I got papped. <laughs> it, uh, it, it, it sounds a lot, uh, sounds a lot better, uh, than it was. Anyway. What else have you been up to, Ben? I'll fucking tell you. When I, Jesus Christ, stop hassling me, man. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, I had to go to the hospital on Friday to sort out the old hernia. Um, <coughs> oh, fuck. Shit. What have I done there? 
Uh, sorry, my fucking TV just randomly came on there. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. This is the uh, the fucking lack of professionalism. I've got my TV on pause because I'm halfway watching a film and doing this. Uh, yeah, I had to go uh, uh, down to the hospital on Friday. They take it very serious at the hospital, don't they? And it's a private hospital, so you walk in and it's like a fucking hotel. It was gorgeous, man. Uh, the old three chires, shires, three shires in um, in Northampton. And, um, yeah, it's a private hospital. So that's where I'm going. It's looking like about March time. I'm going to have it done. Um, Ten weeks recovery time, people. Shit. Now give me the opportunity to do a few bits. Uh, but, um, yeah. Uh, so, and you know when you go down, they, some people have no, they fucking play it by the book every time, don't they? You know, they have no, there's no human side to them or anything like that. There's, they just play it by the book, don't they? And the doctor down there was exactly like that. I walked in and the, uh, <laughs> the guy, the guy was like, ah, oh, sit down, Mr. Briggs and stuff like that. And asking me a few questions. He said, do you smoke? And I said, yeah, 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 I smoke. You know, I'm trying to quit, but it's almost like it's an addiction, isn't it? And, uh, just like completely straight laced. I think he must have thought I was retarded when uh, I said it's completely it's a, it's it's almost like it's an addiction. Completely straight laced, he said. Well, actually, um, actually, it is an addiction. Smoking is an addiction. So, uh, and I was, <laughs> I could have fucking hugged him at that point, going, "I'm fucking around," but I didn't. I just let it go. I just let it, that uncomfortableness of him thinking that I didn't realise smoking's an addiction. I just let that hang in the air and I was thinking to myself, oh, oh, we're going to have some fun with you, baby. We're going to have some fun with you. And um, uh, he got me to take my fucking uh, jeans down. I hope he was the doctor anyway. Hey, that old chestnut. Uh, and, then I, and then I saw the doctor. People have done jokes about that, haven't they? You know, he asked me, do you, he was there checking my prostate, and then the doctor walked in. It's pretty much like most of the material I heard from the opening act last night, really. Oh, Ben, scathing review. Um, Yeah, so then we went in, uh, we, uh, I went in and he said, oh, God, I just take my fucking jeans down and my fucking boxer shorts because it's like there you go there's my there's my fucking penis uh and uh he said um i did do a bit of a carry-on joke and it got nothing either <laughs> he goes oh yeah it's quite a big lump in it and i said uh something like oh thank you um uh but the uh and and what about the lump uh and what about the hernia i think i said like that and he just blanked me <laughs> Fucking brutal. Ah, he must think I'm a fucking asshole. This is the guy who's doing the operation on me. I'm going to be knocked out, by the way, uh, while he's doing this. So I ought, to, I ought to be a little bit more cautious than I have been, um, I think. Uh, but that's that done. So uh, I've got to go down for checks and shit like that. Fucking, you know, the usual, isn't it? The usual. Um, What else as well? Uh, oh, yeah, fucking hell. That was on Black Friday, wasn't it? I'll tell you what, that's changed. Black Friday has changed. A few years ago, four or five years ago, everybody was going fucking mental about Black Friday. And now nobody really gives a shit because everybody's realised they just sell tat. 
the discounts aren't that great and they just ship in a load of shit. And I went to the local supermarket and there was nothing. There was no clambering crowds, nothing at all. I think it's probably because they space it out a bit. They went mental. Like about four or five years ago, people were queuing and fighting over shit, fighting over TVs and stuff. They might still do this in the States, but it seemed to be, it's a very US thing as well that's been bought over here. Um, You know, because Black Friday was set up because of, um, what was it? Fucking... Ah, oh, what's the fucking holiday? Thanksgiving, innit? When uh, the Americans um, had dinner with the Indians and then later killed them. <laughs> hey, thanks for me tea. Now you got to die. Now we're having all of your land and we're going to kill all of your women and children. You get to work in the casinos, though. That's what you get. Uh, and here's some whiskey as well. See if you like that. Um, but... Um, yeah, Black Friday was uh, like bought over it, like, and it only really started about four or five years ago. Like before that, nobody gave a fuck. But like uh, the marketing of it, all the uh, shops over here thought, "Holy shit, we can sell off all our tats uh, before Christmas, and then up the prices when that comes in." So what they basically what they do these days, they up the prices before Black Friday so they can slash them again and say, "Hey, this is thirty percent off," and then they sell you a load of shit. Things like Blaupunk TVs. Blaupunk don't even make TVs; they sell that logo to a Chinese company who makes shit TVs who stick that logo on and you think, holy fuck, this is a good make for like 150 quid for a fucking 42-inch screen TV. It's a pile of shit. Um, So that's what they do. But these days, it doesn't seem, I don't know, I haven't, I imagine Oxford Street might have been busy. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Wasn't there a terrorist attack down there the other day as well? Uh, But... Yeah, Black Friday is just an excuse to sell it. And now you've got Cyber Monday as well. That's it. That's when you're encouraged to shop online, man. Fucking hell. What will it be in the future? You know, Cyber Mondays. Fuck it. It's going to go on relentlessly, isn't it? It's like DFS who constantly have a fucking sale on. That's what's going to happen in all shops everywhere. One day. There were uh, every single day of the fucking year. Hey, it's the uh, 12th of August. Fucking, I don't know. John Lennon got shot fucking three months ago. Holiday. I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, but uh, we've had, uh, let's have a look. Oh, fucking hell, what are we on? Jesus, 23 minutes already, man. Let's read out a little bit of, holy fucking shit, we've got some fucking, we've got a fucking advert. We've got an advert, we'll read that out, shall we, before we get started on the next bit. Um, Right, this week's adverts, right, uh, this episode's adverts. I always say this week, so I don't know, I don't know. Uh, are you a wimpy piece of shit? Are you tired of bigger guys kicking sand in your face and other weak person stereotypes? Well, try steroids at Man Up Steroids. They promise to make you into the muscle-bound knucklehead you want to be. Man Up Steroids contain 100% steroids created from bull semen, tiger hair, and other manly stuff. 
and is a chemically designed formula that was created in something resembling a laboratory. Each drop of Manup steroids is injected directly into your eyeball with their patented eyeball eliminator injection system and travels directly to your muscles, instantly growing your wimpy muscles into huge manly ones. Their steroids are designed uh, to only build body muscles and not leg muscles to give you that authentic top-heavy gym look. Read Jordan's story. I'm Jordan. I was wimpy. I took this. Now I'm not. Now I get shitloads of pussy. I love pussy. It's good. That was Jordan's story. Seems like a deep guy. Visit www.ahwhatthefuckareyoulookingat.com and enter promo code. Uh, my girlfriend's going to get an uppercut. That's uh, promo code. My girlfriend's going to get an uppercut for a 25% uh, discount on your first order. Warning, Manap steroids may cause eyeball hair development, HIV, HIV, and attraction to fairgrounds, inflated boxing ability, the need to buy a BMW M3, blood vomiting, anti-Semitism, and psychotic flashbacks to the die-hard franchise of films. That was uh, Manap steroids. And the advertising done for this week. Now... Uh, in the news this week, obviously, uh, over in the UK, we have terrorists now. Another terrorist attack. Uh, it's seen as a terrorist attack. It's not quite the same as 9-11, is it? A couple of people died, I think, stabbed. Um, it's not quite the same level of terrorist we have over in the UK. It's just, Lee, it's just it seems to be one guy with a knife near a bridge. That's, uh, I don't know what these people, <laughs> I don't know what these terrorists in our country have got with the need to uh, kill somebody and then instantly travel over water. Um, but um, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's our island race. They just uh, flock to the, the waterfront and seem to want to cross a bridge. But um, yeah, fucking hell. Geez, the, till, kill two people. Stabbed him and then uh, tried to get away like a fucking Bond villain jumping from a fucking bridge, I think, and uh, was shot dead by police. You know, like, you know, if you've got a fucking knife, that's uh, that's one thing that's um, that's good for um, the lack of um, guns in this country is you're only going to get a couple of people before you get fucking overpowered. Um, there was a hell of a sentence in one of the um, uh, in one of the papers uh, because obviously you had the old have a go heroes having a go. People are like, he's got a fucking knife. I'll take him out, and they all fueled up with adrenaline. But apparently he was um, going as part of a there was a um, uh, there was an offenders conference or something like that. He'd already been let out of prison for terrorism. And there was a conference or something about the rehabilitation of offenders. And um, he attended that. Obviously, <laughs> didn't fucking work in his case. Uh, but there was other people who were there, like let out on license and on day release and stuff. And one of the guys who helped him uh, was a murderer who uh, who was actually uh, not helped him, who helped overpower him, sorry, was a murderer out on day release. And this was one of the fucking best sentences um, that came out of it all. There's a picture of the guy 
in, I think it was the Sun newspaper, and it says, James Ford, a murderer out on day release, was among those who rushed to help. Now, <laughs> you don't hear that very fucking often, do you? A helpy murderer. And obviously Twitter has fucking exploded because people can't deal with that. People can't deal with the, hey, he's a bad guy, but he's a good guy as well. There's grey area there. We're not used to a grey area. So um, Twitter virtually fucking shut down and exploded because of that. Um, but fucking hell, man. That's, what, that's what's happening. I'm not sure that conference helped that guy. You know what I mean? Obviously, he's gone there to do something uh, anyway, but he was uh, he was shot dead on a fucking bridge. That's not the way you want to go, is it? You know, in bed, surrounded by, I don't know, your family, if not people who you like. <laughs> That's the way you want to go out, isn't it? It's not, um, it's not shot dead. I think he, like, reached inside... He had a fake fucking, this is what, um, this is the boy crime wolf this is. This is, uh, this is what's going to happen. The last couple of terrorists have had fake suicide vests on. I don't know. Maybe they were chilly. Maybe, maybe they were just fucking wearing a nice gilet. Who knows? But, um, the last few have had like fake and he put his hand in like as if he was going to, um, blow up his fucking suicide vest. There's a point there where you've got to realise, I'm putting my hand in, in a couple of seconds' time, everybody's going to know I haven't got a suicide vest on. <laughs> when they're not, when they're not, uh, you know, when I'm not flying through the air in a million pieces, they're going to know that I've just really wearing a, a north-faced gilet. Uh, <laughs> There's only so far you can go with a fucking suicide vest until it becomes blatantly obvious that you're not wearing a suicide vest and then you're fucked, which is essentially what happened. So the police shot him dead just for his trouble. <laughs> if you get any more brutal than that, um, let's have a look. Uh, what are we on? 30 minutes, people. That is this episode done, man. I'm done. I know it's late. I apologize for that. It's now five o'clock in the evening. We are, what, fucking 17 hours late with these people, I know. But that has been episode 60. I'll be back on Tuesday. And I tell you what, people out there, it will be fucking Tuesday as well. Or my name is not Ben Briggs of the Ben Briggs podcast. That's my official name now. Um. Anyway, have a good rest of your weekend. Not that there's a lot left. Five o'clock Sunday evening. You've got about seven hours, haven't you? That's it. Hey, enjoy that time, people. Enjoy it. I'll be back on Tuesday, motherfuckers. Have a good rest of your weekend. Take care.